2: odds and end zones a podcast feature of milehighreport.com from props to parlays to totals and spreads it's time to sweat it out here are your hosts ian st Clair and adam malnati
0: this is a special edition of the broncos odds and end zones we have holden kushner who i have been on his show the denver city cast which is presented by the bet rivers podcast network and he's also a part of RunPureBets.com. Bolden, it's great to finally have you on our show to talk about the shit show that is the Denver Broncos.
2: <laughs> I thought when you'd have me on, they'd be in a race for the playoffs, but they're in the they're race not. for the top, for the second pick in the NFL draft. Unfortunately, um, they're not going to have that one. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's not Let's ride. ride.
1: Let's stop riding. I don't want to ride. My legs You hurt. think he'll use
2: that next year? Do if he does, I'm going to find
1: him and punch him. It's not like his old line's going to help him out. So yeah, I think I got this.
2: <laughs> you can't say it next year. You literally cannot say "Let's ride." It's got to go away. Like he the Broncos,
1: st- he stopped saying it, right?
2: Uh he probably uses it around the house. It's
1: like Sierra, let's ride,
2: kids, let's ride. Get in the back seat.
1: <laughs> the back seat of the jet. But yes, yeah. <laughs> back. Let's go.
2: Dangerous.
0: Oh. Mm. What do you? What do you make of all the news this week? And I think the biggest thing is you mentioned before we started recording that you set the odds for the new yeah. the new coach. First off, what are your odds for the new coach? Okay. Who do they pick?
2: Yeah. What gonna direction do like they go in? You're gonna like this, okay? Because this is your guy. Plus, no, even money, Dan Quinn. Even money, Dan Quinn. Although You've kind of got to feel uncomfortable with that, considering that Peyton, that would be Peyton's guy. And you don't want that, do you? So I'll, I'll go with Dan Quinn, the favorite at Even Money right now. I'll go with uh, Frank Reich and Jim Harbaugh at plus 400. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm trying to take your money, I'm trying to sucker you into that. Evero, 800. Uh, he's been coaching since 2007, but he's a coordinator. You, we all believe that they don't. They shouldn't have a first year head coach. You really hope that Peyton um, realizes that. Sean Peyton, speaking of Peyton, 10 to 1. I don't think he's coming here. Um, it's a mess. Does he want to try and fix Russell Wilson? I don't see it. You're not giving up draft picks either. Like you don't have any draft picks. And I'll throw Rosberg in there at 10 to 1. Uh, rookie head coaches, not named Edgerow. Let's go D'Amico, Miko Ryan's and the rest of them at a dozen to 1. So, if there's anybody else you can think of, I'll give you a line that's completely inaccurate.
1: I <laughs> actually, I want to go back to what you said about the Dan Quinn, uh, George Payton connection. I wonder if after the uh, the the Penner statements, right? You know, yeah. Walmart essentially came out and said uh, this this is going through me. Um, so, does it feel like maybe Dan Quinn is not as 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 even money because? Uh, you know the the ownership group looks at what Peyton did with with Hackett and says, yeah, maybe we should handle this a little. bit. You can have input, but we're going to talk to Candy Rice over here and Lewis Hamilton over there and uh, see what they think. I don't think Lewis is a part of the uh, ownership group finding a a new a new head coach, but Candeliza Rice is, and Candeliza Rice is a Stanford grad mm-hmm. who has helped recruit Jim Harbaugh to Stanford, who is friends mm-hmm. with Jim Harbaugh. And and maybe I'm help, helping you help, you know, take people's money as well. But that feels like if the Walton Penner group wants to, they can throw just a stupid amount of money at him and entice yeah. him to come away from Michigan Yeah, and Michigan. Because that's the only thing that you'd have to get with Jim Harbaugh
0: is to buy him out at Michigan. And they can just throw oodles of Walmart money at Michigan.
2: Are you fine with having a head coach here for about three or four years and then needing a new one? Cause he'll that's, wear out as well. That's like, like in uh, Michigan, he that's runs in our no most powerful person in Michigan. I think seriously, no, no you're like right. he's the most powerful person in Michigan. He probably makes more than anybody else paid by the state. Right. But you get him here. It's back in a hierarchy. He doesn't, he doesn't stay around very long. So I will, I will say this. I, I think they Penner
0: put, put it on notice that Peyton has already been demoted. Mm-hmm. Now, if you bring in Jim Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh is going to have control of player personnel. And I think he's going to have full control of his roster, the signings. And I think they'll get rid of Peyton if they bring in
2: Jim Harbaugh. Well, then you better hope that Jim Harbaugh isn't hired. You and I talked about this on the Denver CityCast, though. He should be demoted to the head of the draft. And that's about it. Like he does that really well. But Adam, I did you bring up Penner? I watched that press conference and I said to myself, this is a man that probably doesn't really understand what he's doing right now. Right? Um, the first thing is he said he was impatient. And that is not good. I've been around Dan Snyder. Okay? Been around that organization. That's an impatient man. And I've seen what happens when ownership gets involved too much in the day-to-day operations. And that's what scares me about Greg Penner. He doesn't know what the F he's doing. I mean, let's face it. He comes from Walmart, which multi-I don't know, there's a trillion multi-billion dollar organization, billions and billions and billions. And now he's he's in the NFL, which is just run completely differently. Like the goal is to make money, but you're not hiring regional managers and senior vice presidents and stuff. You're you're hiring head coaches. There's it's much more unpredictable in the NFL, I would think, than at Walmart. Okay? It's just so many things can backfire here. And those guys have a track record. They've been building it for a long time. The The track record here has been uh, the trains off the rails since boland has been gone. There, there's just there's no plan that has worked to this point. So I'm a little concerned about that. Ultimately, whoever comes in here, they haven't hired the coach. Whoever comes in here, if they can turn Russell Wilson around – Get the running game going, beef up the offensive line, then they'll win. I, I really do believe that. I think that the the amount of talent defensively, um, and and the fact that you know Javante probably ain't gonna be one hundred percent, but they just haven't been able to rely on the run. They've been, it's been such a mess. Um, just getting back to Penner though, I'm 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 a bit concerned. You don't want an owner that's meddling as much. He says he's impatient and he's running the search. Oof. Better get it right. Adam, you got a really sad face, too. Why yeah, you, you made so me sad. sad. I didn't man.
1: appreciate that. I didn't like that at all. I hated your answer 100% of it. There was yeah. nothing you said there that made me think, oh, good. Uh, so, yeah, no, I'm glad you're on the show. Happy to have you here. It's fantastic. <laughs> so so it's a dark cloud over my, over my head and... Uh, it's I not guess. my fault. No, well, I, I, no, I think it is. I, I was happy to live in my, in my delusional world of this is going to work out great, and instead you took my delusions, you, like you I said, tore them up, threw them in a fire, and then I you, and then a, you spit on the fire,
2: which was rude. I think it's a fine line. I really do. Like I said, I still think they can get lucky, get the right coach, turn Russell Wilson around, or, you know, just make him not as bad as he is right now. Or. The owner's too meddlesome. He doesn't know what he's doing. He makes a decision that he thinks is right that's completely wrong. And then you're screwed for another, you know, three, four years. Very fine line.
0: What do you say to the fans who are hopeful that they'll be able to use this Walmart money that Adam mentioned using Condoleezza Rice to potentially lure Jim Harbaugh away (laughs) from Michigan? But what do you say to the people who think that they're going to aim big? that they are going to aim for the big fish, try to reel it in, whether it's Sean Payton, whether it's Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. What 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 do you say to those people who like Adam were hopeful after Greg Penner's comments?
2: Some guys just don't do it just for the money. Like they love they love all of the money that they have, but it's not the ultimate deciding factor, right? So a guy like Sean Payton, he's going to come in here, you said it was like Harbaugh, he can come in here, I'm the GM. I'm running it. You're leaving me alone, Penner. I don't want to hear from you. I don't want anything to do with you. I am building this roster. I am the head coach. Plus, you're going to make me the highest paid head coach out there. And I'm a little bit concerned because you don't have, you know, I mean, you got a first round draft pick this year, but it's back at the end. You don't have a draft pick, a first rounder next year. And your second rounders are gone, right? So you're already hamstrung. Money only goes so far. And let's say they get one of the big guys. How many times have we seen these high-priced coaches come in and just completely flop? Your boy Shanahan saw him after he left Denver. That didn't work out too well. We've seen a lot of head coaches get get a lot of money. We've seen a lot of organizations with a lot of money spend a lot of money, and just spending money does not guarantee anything. It does. To Shanahan's – I don't know
0: what whatever word it is – to his defense – he did have Dan Snyder as his owner and he still took the now commanders to the playoffs.
2: Yep. One year you did it. He did just, it one year and he had a Medelson in an owner that um, made him take RG three over Kirk cousins,
1: but he still took Kirk cousins. So it worked out great for him. Only he's gone now. I, I like <laughs> the idea of hamstringing your head coach because this franchise has hamstring problems. So I, I think it just fits <laughs> a great just, point. Adam you know, just, just keep it consistent. I like consistency makes it easier for me. I, I just think that that's the way to do it. Um, all right. So looking at this from a, from a franchise perspective with the rest of the season ahead of them, right? Mm-hmm. You've got to get through these last two games. You got the chiefs in front of you. Uh, they I, don't, I don't have to, well, you, I mean, we don't, we could, we can turn a blind eye to it and just pretend that we're, you know, just, you know, like, like Lori does sometimes just turn on Super Bowl 50 and, and watch that during the game. It usually makes you happy. Um, although I find it to be more of a morose kind of sadness that comes over me when I watch Super Bowl 50 because I know what the future holds. Um, so I, I tend not to watch that one. I watch Super Bowl 32 because I know Super Bowl 33 is on the horizon.
2: <laughs> but do you but, guys do you, look, let me ask you a question always oh, turn I mean around. do you guys yeah, I know this is just it's, it's it. my, the nature of me. Do you think you can take all of this fury and pain and just put it into a, the ABS or the Nuggets and get by, or is it just it has to be the Broncos? Because like Ian, I've never seen the guy happier than the run last year for the ABS. He didn't even bring up the Broncos. He didn't want to talk about the Broncos. He don't want to talk about the Broncos. He's on my show now. All he wants to talk about is the ABS <laughs> so, and handle what Colorado's well, taking uh, in.
1: Allow me. Allow me to simply state that we, um, as as a sort of a rule now, don't. Tr- we try not to talk too much about the nuggets and the abs or even the Rockies if they're doing well, which means we don't have to worry about it Um because we feel like when we do start to talk about how well they're doing, they, they tank a little uh, things, yeah. things well, go the Avs get another injury. Yeah. And we don't believe in, I'm not, I'm not someone who believes in luck, but I do believe in the sports gods and I think they're listening. <laughs> um, and and i, I just don't want to i don't want to tempt fate like i know the nuggets look like they've yeah. been doing well ish although they did lose uh to sacramento um, it's, I, fine. I, it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine i enjoy watching and i i do love uh when they make a, a deep run in the playoffs although i still think I don't. The nuggets, yeah the nuggets are uh you know the, until they do something they get, get to the nba finals and then i'll get excited what about the
2: avs though adam
1: yes no i love the avs it's fantastic i don't want to talk about it because i don't want to jinx them but it's just okay. there. It is. I mean, that's why. That's okay. why we don't. So yes, I. So you I,
2: believe in witchcraft, is what you're telling me. Yes. You, you, yeah. You, they would have, but only in the stake in Salem. Only
1: in sports, though. I don't think any. Okay. There's, there's, okay. There's, there's there's no such thing as anything else. But sports gods, yes, I believe in that. A, as for me, I think it's. I I think I've mentioned
0: this to you on your show. Yeah. Apathy has set in. Yeah. So it's not even a matter of caring. I I mean I sent the tweet that I sent out after the news conference was. Blah, blah, blah. We'll fix it. Blah, blah, blah. Trust mm-hmm. us. Blah, whatever. Prove it. I am so sick of empty promises. I am mm-hmm. so sick of people saying this crap. Do it. You, I don't care that you are the CEO and the chairman of the board of Walmart. Don't care. Don't care you're the richest donor in, in the NFL and potentially sports. Don't care. Prove it. Do something about it. And if you actually want to apologize to the fans, how about this? Instead of raising ticket prices or season ticket prices, cut them. Don't raise the tickets on fans who are going to go and suffer through this nonsense. Cut the tickets. Cut the price. Don't raise ticket sales. But I get fired up because I've been a Broncos fan since the 80s. So Mm -hmm. you know this. I'll get started on a rant and... I'm an emotional person. So now I'm just going to think about the Avs. because when they get back healthy, they are the best team in the NHL. Sorry. We'll get
2: excited again. There'll be a new head coach. They'll make a splash. You'll get excited about the Broncos again. You know what? That's
1: that's an interesting point though, because I I actually have said a few times recently uh, I'm not going to get excited. That's, that's the other direction I'm taking this. I know I appreciate that, but I, I think I'm, and and I I think I'm I'm in a spot in my life just in general where I can because I don't live in Denver right I'm I'm away from the, the constant media onslaught that you get from the wonderful Denver media which isn't that wonderful um, but it, it, I don't see unless I seek it out unless I you know I go on Mile High Report or I go you know I am I'm, I'm Googling what's going on or whatever if I don't seek it out I don't see it so I have to put in effort. And I'm at a point now where I'm, I don't have to get excited. You, you're going to hire Jim Harbaugh or Dan Quinn or, uh, you know, you know, my, my late grandmother who's passed away, who could do a better job than Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Until I start seeing wins, I'm not going to get excited. I'll, I'll talk about it. I'd love to talk about it, but I'm not going to get excited about it. Not until I see some W's.
2: You guys uh, always talk about the media here. It's a bunch of pussy cats. I'm not even kidding. Like, Mhm compared to New York, New York, Boston, Philly, Chicago, like these guys. And and I've worked in two of those markets, even DC at this point, they're pretty sick. They're pretty sick and tired. Those Northeast markets, the Chicago market. There's a couple other ones. They, I mean, they just tear. I've done it. Like I've, I've had to tear teams down. I did. I worked in Kansas city just every day, crushing, 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 I hear, hear the media, um, I, I think you're talking about sports radio probably. These guys are a bunch of pussycats. They really <laughs> are. I know you get upset. I know you get upset because they say things about players and stuff. But every day, it's the it's the same thing. There's no new takes. There's no other ways to criticize. You know you're going to turn it on. You're going to hear a bunch of garbage. These guys are bad. Those guys – like, and, and rarely are you hearing – I mean, how many t- – times? when did we start hearing Hackett? Cause I don't listen to local radio. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. Um, I'm in that when category. did we start hearing Hackett should be fired? When did that happen? Because from After what I understand, Ian, you were telling me half of the sports media in town was making the case for Hackett to come back. Like in a yeah. real market, 99% of the guys look at it and say, this guy needs to be gone. Now, Peyton's getting a free pass here. Yep. Peyton's getting a free pass. How many guys in town have said Peyton needs to go? Sean Keeler. One guy? One maybe, guy, maybe D Mac. All right, two
1: guys. I, 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 see, I think D Mac said it at one point that it might be it, but two guys. But now I have to agree with D Mac, and I don't appreciate it. So you know,
2: his ass should be Peyton should be gone. Like there yeah, needs he's to be. Been
0: dem- he's already been demoted. He's already been hamstrung. Just fire I, him.
2: He should, yeah, it, just get rid of him. This is like a Hackett thing at this point. Like, what is he doing? You don't want to pay him. I think he's there because Penner doesn't know what he's doing. That's just my personal my personal thought on this. Is Penner's like. All right, if I fire George Payton, then what? Then who's going to help me? Who am I bringing in? I don't know anybody. That's I don't actually, know anybody in the National Football. I need the I know the owners, but if I fire Payton, who's my right-hand man?
1: That's not a bad idea though. If Who am think, I blaming, think about it in, in those terms though. He he really doesn't know what he's doing. So no. so keep keep the guy, keep the guy here cuz you you own him essentially cuz he right. knows that he screwed up. Because he screwed up, He can't really step out and be, uh, you know, too, for, you know, too forceful with what he wants, but he can guide you through the process of, okay, this is what you should be doing when you're hiring somebody. These are the kinds of things that we should be looking for. These are the traits that we want. He has that ability. And if, if I'm Greg Penner, I just look at him and say, you're here, which is fine. You're going to help me, which is great because if you, if you don't, you're, you're gone but I don't know exactly what I'm doing. And he's never going to come out and say, I don't know what I'm doing. That's not smart. But looked like it. Well, th- he doesn't know that. But he can sit there and say, I may not know what I'm doing, but he kind of does, and maybe we can make this work. I see where that's going. I can spin that into a positive. I can make myself feel a little better with that, knowing that, like you said, you're going to be in charge of the draft. I'm going to run mm-hmm. some things by you as far as hiring a head coach and, and looking at player personnel and things like that but you're not going to be the, the end all be all that's, everything's going to fall at my feet. I, I have, I have no problem with that. I, I, I really don't. I know you're Ian, just laughing at me.
2: I, <laughs> no, I'm not laughing at you. I just had a thought and I know it's going to not Ian's not going to like it. Uh-oh. I'm not gonna bring <laughs> oh, up I the like rest, these
1: ideas. Right. These are bring always it fun up.
2: for me. Like what if Peyton's gone? And then John Elway is the guy that comes in here. Oh, for. I'm not kidding. I'm not freaking kidding. That's your option at this point. You get George Payton or you get John Elway. Because this Penner has... Don't let anybody do it. Penner thought he was coming into this job and it was he's going to kick his legs up. They're going to go 11-6 and six and get to the playoffs. This was... There's no way he prepared for this.
0: No, I do agree with that. He
2: has no clue what he's doing. He was so clueless at that press conference, just... Here, you take it. Or I'll say this. There's got to be accountability. Give me a break. Peyton should be gone. Agreed. And he's not because Penner doesn't know what he's doing.
1: Yeah, but it doesn't have to be Elway to replace him. Why not? You're right. Why not Peyton Manning? Why not Peyton Manning? Which I, I is, he the, is the Peyton
2: Manning wants to do this. No, of course not. That's why
1: I love the whole idea of of throwing his name out because it gets oh, us so as funny. as fans so excited. We love Peyton Manning. Oh, I gotta watch the Manning cast, which is I can't. It's so boring. Not really good. And it's
2: the one way Peyton Manning can go from a hero to a hated man in this town. And he won't if do he, it if he is at the helm and this team loses for four or five years, and then it's like, here we go again. Don't you you guys tell me, don't younger fans just not have a great opinion of John Elway because they didn't see him play yeah, and they that's didn't true, see right? all the success, uh-huh. right? Yep. They only know him as the crappy general manager. Well, uh-huh. everybody sees Peyton Manning as the second greatest quarterback of all time. Everybody sees Peyton Manning as the guy that just had an, uh, an amazing run here, even though you know he was not great when they won the Super Bowl. He was still the game manager. But now he's running this mess. But no, he wants it's to be another. too much pressure? Yeah, Why not to go talk. do your TV show with your brother? So go who send you... in your hundreds of millions of dollars.
1: So 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 be be, a, be solutions oriented. Who would you who would you target as a replacement for Peyton? If you if you were Greg Penner and you just decided, I can't work with this guy cuz of how badly he messed yeah. this up. Who do you who do you go get?
2: Great, it's a great uh it's a great question. Cuz that's what ultimately sports talk radio hosts say uh they just tell you to fire people and they don't have the backup so there you go i there, there's I, i'll tell you what teams I I'd, look at, though. I'd tell you what teams I, i'd look at the bills i'd look at the successful organizations i'd look at yep. the bills i'd Eagles. look at the chiefs i would not look at the patriots i, I would not look at the patriots that never works out Eagles. who are the top five teams in the nfl right now from a from a personnel standpoint and then i take I, I take the top guy and I put him in the mix.
0: Eagles, I would I would take whoever is right, ever another working with one. Howie
2: Roseman in, Fine. The, in Philadelphia. Take his top guy, get him. You know, or is there a, is there an available general manager out there right now that you can hire? But I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, if Penner knew what he was doing, Peyton wouldn't be here. Well, and he still might not be here really yeah. when it's all said and done right depending on the head coach so much better <laughs> maybe he goes out and and he, he does this he's like okay we got we got to find an adult in the room just to, what do you
0: make of the next two games especially the one against yeah. the chiefs because i mean I, I what if
2: they beat the chiefs they're not going to <laughs>
0: they're not going to beat them you're right but what because, if what if it happened how would you what, feel we there's not that's not even a possibility. It's because, a possibility. It's no sports. because the Chiefs are going for the number one seed. I know. And the Bengals are going to beat the Bills on Monday night, yeah. which gives the number one seed to the Chiefs. There is no way the Chiefs are going to use this as a, they the, what what happened a couple weeks ago, and the fact that the number one seed is on the line.
1: No, that no, no. Okay. That's, I think that's an interesting point you bring up too, Ian. It it's not just that the Chiefs are going for the number 1 seed cuz they are. And so they're going for the, they're going for the bye while the Broncos are saying goodbye to the season. Uh it's, it's not just that. It is also the fact that just just a couple weeks ago the Broncos scared the Chiefs. Not necessarily uh, enough to make them think, "Oh, we can't beat this team," but instead it was they're they're going to take this game more seriously because they know That if they don't, it's potentially uh, a situation where they could lose to the Denver flipping Broncos, and and they definitely do not interim head coach and an interim head coach exactly. I I view
0: this. I view this game like Andy Reid views steak. uh There's no way they are going to pass this up.
2: No way. Um, Okay. Well, the Russians beat Napoleon, so I thought that was a pretty good upset. You know, why can't the Broncos just upset the Chiefs of one night? I think it's human nature just to not take things as, as seriously when you're facing inferior competition. Do I think the Broncos are winning? No, but I do. I really want. How about you, Adam? Maybe you'll play along. What if they beat the Chiefs? They won't. What does that do for you?
1: Nothing. It doesn't. It, in fact, even if they did, it wouldn't do anything for me. I I have, I, no, I know, awesome. I, but here's why. And, and, and I think this is the, the, all it would really do is confirm for me how bad Nathaniel Hackett really was. Like it would, it would just show that uh, Nathaniel Hackett was so bad at his job that he couldn't take this talented roster and make them better. And mm. at this point in the season, you're already out of the playoffs. You're essentially, you're essentially handing the Seahawks a top five pick, and uh walking away with a quarterback that looks broken confused lost scared all of those things that um we did not expect to have happen so for me like I just talked about I'm not going to get excited I have no reason to be excited yet I'll be excited when they win uh three or four games to start next season if they go if they go three and0 or four let's let's say they go three and one in the first you know four weeks next season that, and then you'll see me get excited but until then I, no, nothing they do moving forward is gonna make me, jump up and down. Will I be happy to see the streak end against the chiefs having not beaten them since the Obama administration? Yeah, that'll be nice. And I think at least, well, at least they haven't, you know, lost a hundred thousand straight games anymore to this team that I hate so much. It ain't, it it ain't, it isn't doing anything for me. And I hate that. That's where I am as a fan because I'm a fan. That's my job. My job is to be a fan and I hate my job.
2: I agree with Adam. That's, that's unfortunate. My friend, very unfortunate. Um, consecutive wins by the Chiefs over the Broncos or Nick Cannon babies. What happens first? I think he's got like 15 babies. He's got probably like 18 oh, babies. Nick Cannon's He just had his violent. ninth baby in two years. This That guy's you know missed. about. He's right. going
0: to have like four or five more kids. Okay, so who, what
2: happens? The Chiefs winning streak against the Broncos or Nick Cannon babies by the end of next year?
1: Oh, Nick Cannon babies! Nick but that's Cannon, that's. They're not going to win one
2: game here, huh? It's going to be no. like a twenty-game losing streak to Kansas City.
1: Yeah. I just think I just probably. Are you wait? Are you asking what happens next? First, the Broncos beating the Chiefs, or Nick Cannon having another baby?
2: I I don't know. I just wanted to work the Nick Cannon thing in, You're so right. I really wasn't thinking about a point. I didn't think you'd actually <laughs> think about it. You'd just say ha ha ha, and we'd move on.
1: Oh no, we analyze things here. Okay, all so, all things are analyzable. Is that a all right? Does that count? Let's analyze that.
2: So, two years from now, what happens? Do the Chiefs have more wins than Nick Cannon has babies?
0: No, no, because the Broncos
2: will have Caleb Williams.
1: Oh my god, I'm not doing this. I'm not, do- I'm he's, not doing. He's hold on. This. Caleb
2: Williams is beating the Chiefs his rookie year. No, uh huh.
1: No, no, because he's not going to be Caleb a Denver Williams.
2: One of Nick Cannon's children. Ooh, see, now there's a
1: better chance of Caleb Williams could be (laughs) Nick Cannon's kid. There is a better chance of Caleb Williams being Nick Cannon's son than of Caleb Williams playing for the Denver Broncos. I'm not going to do this. I did it with Baker Mayfield, which I'm glad I didn't mess that up. I did it with Trevor Lawrence. I did it. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing the whole, oh, the next quarterback, blah, blah. I'm not going to pine for a quarterback. I'll pine for a linebacker. You know, I will, but I won't pine for a a quarterback because it's not going to happen.
2: Nick Cannon is 42. Caleb Williams is 20. Definitely a possibility. That's, that's it's a possibility.
1: Done. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Definitely. Nick Cannon is the same age as I am. That's interesting. All right. Yeah. Okay.
2: Nick Cannon could be Russell Wilson's daddy. Nick uh, Cannon has a lot of alimony and child support. I don't I, care I, how rich he is. That's a lot of money. Li- he's man.
1: living trailer to trailer at this point. Is he? I think so. Which yeah. From show to show. He doesn't got a house.
2: <laughs> he's got to keep doing movies. Yeah.
1: That's
2: right. Creed 8. I knew a theater near you. Wait, is he taking
1: over for Michael B. Jordan?
2: Oh, hold on. I thought that was Nick Cannon. No. No, You you thought
1: Michael B. Jordan and Nick Cannon were the same person?
2: I did. Wow. I did. I'm not good with pop culture.
1: What a world we live in. They don't look alike?
2: I don't think so. Hold on. You're going to Google it. Michael B. Jordan. What a handsome man he is. What a handsome man! I'm All right, let me name. go look at Nick Cannon. Ah, they look a lot alike. I'm sorry, they got they they look like twins. Are you kidding me? How are, how do you not screw these two guys up? I guess I'm just good at pop culture. I don't know. I don't yeah, you tell. are. They really do look the same. I I was under the impression this whole time that Nick Cannon was Creed, but no, Michael B. Jordan was. <laughs> good talk, <laughs> guys. Thanks for having me <laughs> on. <laughs> Who? Okay, let's get this
0: back on the rails. Who's the favorite? For it's, what? It's Michael B. The
1: Jordan. He's way, way more impressive than Nick Cannon.
2: The favorite for what? The Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. That's a good oh. Question. I told you, I still think the Chiefs defense is a disaster. Josh Allen is playing like he did at Wyoming. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Burrow. Give me some Joe Burrow, baby. Give me some Bengals. Let's Joe go. Burrow. They're not the favorite, but I th- I think that's the team that I would back at this point. How about Homes the NFC? can't beat them. And if he beats Josh Allen, you know what else, man? Plus seven hundred, Joe Burrow MVP. They beat the Bills this week, and he's got the head-to-head with Mahomes. And even if the Bengals, well, I mean, if the Bengals caught them in the record, then they would have the number one seed. There's your path to the Joe Burrow MVP case. Now, the numbers guys won't give it to Joe Burrow. No, they'll give it to Patrick Mahomes. But I still, I, I still would love to see. I, I'm I'm very very numbers oriented, but I also kind of like the head to head thing in the NFL because there's so few games. There's something Burrow, to I me. do think
1: there's something to that. There's a, there's there's something to the fact that Joe Burrow doesn't lose to Patrick Mahomes.
2: No, there's what there's if a, he doesn't lose to Josh Allen either? Well, he won't. What how about the NFC? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, you're already done. you're already. Done. <laughs> he won't. Moving on. Okay. The <laughs> NFC. Oof, that's wide open with the Jalen Hurts thing, isn't it? The NFC. All right, so let's talk through this for a second. You got Purdy, who's been pretty efficient. I don't want to put a rookie quarterback in there, but that defense of Christian McCaffrey and the, the weapons around him, I like it a lot. There's Especially Philadelphia. The who, what's that?
0: That that San Francisco defense is a crazy good
2: I don't think, I think it's a bad matchup for the Eagles. I think it's yeah. a bad matchup for the Eagles. Agreed. They're probably a bad matchup for everybody. It is. I don't want to say San Francisco because of the quarterback situation, but I want to say San Francisco just because they're like a plus at every position and Purdy is not choked. Like Purdy stepped in there and he's done a wonderful job. It'll be different, you know, as they get into the playoffs and it gets deeper Does this kid get the nerves. But to this point, He's he's passed every test, man. Every single test. Is that so? so I think so San Francisco, uh, San Francisco, Cincinnati for the third time in a Super Bowl would be great.
1: Would, let me ask you though about Purdy and San Francisco and Kyle Shanahan in particular. Mm-hmm. Is it is it Kyle Shanahan and his system that really is what makes it work for Brock Purdy and for pretty much any quarterback who seems to be in there, except for maybe Trey Lance, which that'll be interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, or or is it that Brock Purdy is a legit quarterback and that Jimmy Garoppolo is actually pretty good? And you know what I'm saying? I mean, that's... Or is it Kyle if, Shanahan?
2: If Brock Purdy was in Denver, he would stink. Brock Purdy is surrounded by elite talent. Brock Purdy is surrounded by a great coaching staff. And I do think uh, there's a lot to Kyle Shanahan's offensive system that has made him so good. And now you throw CMC into the mix, so and I think it's a lot Debo of coming back. Of Shanahan's put him in the best spot possible. You know, he doesn't make dangerous throws. He's based on a running game. Check it down to McCaffrey. Debo will come back, and you've seen George Kittle actually wake up. He's the kids hitting George Kittle, so he's using the big weapons in his offense. So I and Shanahan's done a great job too. Let's just face it. He's got to be one of the three guys for Coach of the Year this year, right? Agree. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. One hundred percent. What What do you make of COVID Kirk and the Vikings?
2: COVID Kirk. I mean, you're really, you really you can't that drop to that bone. Why you do can't that, you? that
1: to me. Come on.
2: They'll choke. They'll choke. He's not going to be doing it. It'll happen. They are the luckiest the team. Like, if you look at luck indexes, they are the luckiest team in the NFL. It's just and and, and listen. Uh, Justin Jefferson is the most dangerous weapon in the National Football League right now. Him and CMC, to me, are the two most dangerous weapons out there. Do they have enough defensively? Big question. Um, Second of all, what's going to happen when they do have to go up against the San Francisco that I think is just better at almost every single position? And the gap between Kirk Cousins and Purdy right now is not that big, is it? You get Kirk Cousins out of the 1 o'clock time zone, he's losing. It's just, it's fact. So they're going to play a playoff game. It's not going to be one o'clock on Sunday. They're going to lose. And I know it sounds cockamamie. Oh, what are you doing with the number? That's we've seen enough Kirk Cousins when he's not in prime. When he's in prime time, it is not good. It is not good.
1: Does the game against Indianapolis count as prime time? I saw some people saying that it was a primetime game because they were the only team on was. at the time. Yeah, is that kind of was. So I mean, that's a heck of a comeback against a, an awful team.
2: You're right. Good, good, so go. good job, Kirk Cousins. You, you got go, it Kirk. done, man. Look, I found, I you found got a gun. good thing for Kirk. <laughs> good That's for the, Kirk. Yeah, yeah. Your team was down 33 points because you sucked so bad in the first half. What do you throw two pick sixes? Yeah,
1: it was, it was. Yeah, yeah imagine 32. if you played
2: a good team, what would happen? So, uh, you can have that one.
1: Look at us finding positives for even the most negatives of people. So,
2: man, you guys, we're downers today. We should be happy. Let's celebrate something. When's your birthday, Adam? August. <laughs> <Ian, laughs> you just passed yours.
0: <laughs> yeah, mine's in July. We can celebrate the ads and them getting yeah. healthy. No, we're, we're not allowed to talk about, about. We're not allowed
1: to talk about that. Right. We're not allowed to talk about that. It's not in my nature to be mysterious, but I can't talk about it, and I can't talk about why. That's just all there is to it. So, I, what I, are your
0: best bets? Fred, hold on, it on. Don't a ask
1: him about that. I want to ask him about this pink mug he just picked up. Was that a Minnie Mouse mug?
2: Yeah, Minnie Mouse.
1: Love it. I love that. That's fantastic.
2: That's my a great lucky mug. My lucky cup. My daughter. Yeah. My daughter is about to turn eight, and uh, oh. she said, "Here, daddy." So, tell you I don't what, care. It's the ultimate alpha move. Yeah, People can like be it. like, "Oh, cherish, he's got Mickey Mouse." But
1: cherish these times because hey, she's going to be 13 soon, and and snapping back. Yeah, she at can ya. take it out on
2: her mother. I'm going to oh. be a good guy. I can't wait. Oh my God. Her mother oh. thinks that she's going to be. You know she'll, they're gonna be best friends and it's you, not that's see, not how it's gonna be
1: she's gonna she's gonna cut you in different ways it it you won't you won't know it's gonna hurt until it does i'm just telling you she's from experience not, she's my
2: best she's my she'll be my buddy
1: uh-huh. yeah yeah
2: yeah uh-huh. and she's gonna take it out on her mother trust uh-huh. me yeah
1: no I, uh-huh
2: yeah you sound, take you know, take sound you you? like
1: you know you sound like you you sound like me about five years ago oh boy <laughs> I didn't have the Minnie Mouse mug, but I had something similar. I'm
2: divorced, though, so oh, you know, you're, oh, I'm never happy, mind. Different. I'm the fun parent.
1: Different, different conversation. I take them to altogether. Disneyland. I
2: buy them the, yeah, you know, I buy I them toys. We go to amusement yeah. parks. You know, yeah, no, it's no, not me.
1: that is a come on over to Daddy's a, house,
2: hang <laughs> out, let's go, let's have a good time. I'll drink coffee out yeah. of your Mickey Mouse mug, Minnie Mouse mug. You're playing a Take different game out of than mom. I am.
1: Yeah, I got you. Never mind, you're going to be fine. You're going to be great. You're going to love it. Where is Appreciate yeah? It. No, it's a different different setup over here. I got you. All right, ask him your question, Ian. I'm sorry. To get it back on a positive, we can end on a positive note. Was it your...
2: positive that I got divorced and my daughter is no, going to no. think I'm the nice one?
0: I said well, we can end it on a positive <laughs> oh, note. What okay. are your best bets for Sunday's game? I
1: I bet this game. <laughs> are
2: you kidding me? <laughs> so his best bet is don't. <laughs> I mean, come on, man. Now it's a divisional game over, huh?
0: Touchdown, Travis Kelsey touchdown. Anytime touchdown. What is over that at? let's Go don't see know. what
2: that's at because that's probably not a great number. It's probably minus one hundred and fifty. That's I, what I'm it's it, the Broncos
0: defense, it's probably minus ten thousand because the broncos can't cover right, let's, let's
2: go look i'm gonna go look at my site here bet rivers okay broncos plus 550 no broncos plus 12 and a half, no i could tease the chiefs down to six and a half that's kind of a good one uh what's the chiefs team total 28 and a half, don't like it can the broncos score 17 against that awful defense again no that's not happening no i don't think so oh <sighs> all right, then I got nothing, buddy. Like I've had a bet on every single Broncos game this year in all seriousness though, probably teasing the chiefs down to six and a half. And cause we'll go through at least we'll go through a couple of key numbers. I'll tease it down to six and a half. And then, um, probably there's a lot of good teaser spots this week. Like I was telling you before the game started. So if, and I will lay the Broncos bet just cause we do the show, right? We do the show here, but I'm just looking at some other lines. You want to take the Seahawks plus eight at home? I mean, they stink, but that's eight points at home. I'm okay with that. Uh, Minnesota plus? That
0: against Geno, against that Jets defense? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Okay.
2: Here, I'll give you some others then. Uh, Chargers, minus a half a point at home against the Rams. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but now you're back in Brandon Staley? You got confidence in him, huh?
0: I, I think, well, the thing that might make me think twice about that is the Chargers are already in the playoffs.
2: Okay. I'm not going to double dip on this, but this is what I would do. I got the Steelers plus three. They're down to plus two and a half at Baltimore. You tease them up to eight and a half. I think that's yes. a great teaser combo right there. Absolutely. And then I can get Cincinnati plus seven and a half at home against the Bills. Yeah. This is this is the teaser week, guys. This is the week to tease. Um, because we got a whole bunch of, of, of numbers that are going to get you through two key numbers. So I would say Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, maybe the chargers, probably not the Vikings.
0: Real quick for those who may not know, what do you mean by teaser?
2: Ah, yes. So there's different types of teasers, but you, you basically you either add or subtract six points off the line. So the Broncos again are 12 and a half point dogs. If you want to get a better number on the Broncos, you add six points to your 18 and a half. You don't think they're going to lose by 18 and a half, which is a huge number. I'd actually be interested in that. I'm not going to, there's other ways to do it, but, or you could take six points off the favorite. The thing (laughs) is though, you can't do it with one. You got to do it with at least two games. And now the books put it at basically minus minus one twenty for any teaser. So they, they take a little juice. You want to do three games. Getting 3 games right is not easy even with adjusted lines. I'm not I don't do that, but that's how you start getting in plus money territory. So it's just 6 points either on or off a side. And don't tease totals. It's just silly to do that unless you're going same game parlays with correlated picks. So that's it.
0: And if you do same game parlays, they're more don't, risky. Don't, don't, do, them don't do them.
2: Don't do them. Don't 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 invest a whole bunch in them. But again, I bet bets on them. we can get some, we can get an edge there though. Cause again, we're doing correlation, right? Yep. So do you, th- wh- what do you think of the total of 45 in the game?
0: I I probably hit under. You'd hit under. Yeah, so I hit over 40s. on that. I, I hit
1: over on that. Cause I trust the, the chief's offense to score at least. What 40. about
0: 51?
2: Ooh, that's a good number. Okay. You like 51. You'd take under 51. What about you, Adam?
1: Yeah, I think I would take under fifty one. All right,
2: so let me go. Let me go mess with this real quick. So um, we would take. Let's take the Chiefs. Let's let's come up with a new line for the Chiefs. Chiefs minus. we'll, we'll go with the six and a half. How about that? All right. Yeah. So we'll go Chiefs minus six and a half, and then we'll go to the total, and we don't think it's going to be a super high scoring game, right? So I do the think uh, total I, I, under fifty one and a half. All right, so now yeah, we got the Chiefs. I like that. Chiefs minus six and a half under fifty-one and a half plus money, plus one fifteen. That's just an example. I'm not gonna bet that right now, but that's just an example of how you can manipulate it. And a same game parlay could work in your favor with a plus with, with plus money.
1: Awesome. You know what? Perfect. Holding that was uh informative, it was enjoyable. Uh top top five guest, I think, in the history of the show. Um five who was better well we've only had you on so i mean <laughs> for this version of the show for this version of the show oh i couldn't couldn't hold off on that one it was like a it looked like a softball coming in i just had to swing that's at it. that's a good one yeah but really do appreciate you coming on it's been mm-hmm. uh it's fun. been awesome it's been fun so appreciate you doing that for us uh and ian anything else to add before we wrap this up
0: i'll just have hold and plug anything that he's doing and yeah
2: uh, check out the Denver city cast and the bet rivers podcast network. It's on YouTube. You just type in Denver city cast, bet rivers. It's on app, all the podcasts too, if you just listen to it. So that's something Ian's on at least one time a week. Uh, and then check out runpuresports.com runpurebets.com. If you play DFS or you bet, those are two things that uh, we can do. You'll see me on VEASAN coming up in the uh, with uh, football season. But that's still a couple months ago.